right, well, goddamn, you guys just finished listening to me talk about Taco Ball, not Taco Fall. To elaborate further, I've brought a fantastic guest in. Please make it warm for Josiah Johnson, folks. Park your car, start clapping. How you doing? Off top, I feel like it. Like if they pulled it off, you would have been front row. I might, I might have had to slide through. Uh, you, honestly, I remember all. It was crazy for me. This was like my childhood. I think it was like thirteen when this thing happened. But that was a great year. Ninety-five. Uh, my older brother Chris won a championship at UCLA. I was a ball boy on the squad. I think that year they did Space Jam. You know what I'm saying? So it was, that was probably one of the most turnt, oh, one of the most turnt summers ever. And I remember the double decker taco coming out because I was a little bit of a fat kid back then. And really, like, it was like two tacos and one, as you said, you know, double or whatever, uh, <laughs> double the carbs, triple, yeah, double triple the, the beans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the same meat, though. <laughs> and they was literally getting you on the price with the same meat, with the same amount of meat with the double shell. Yeah, yo, Taco Bell, really, they, they, they tried to get over a few times. You ever, uh, you ever used to go in Taco Bell and play the little penny game yeah. you know where you try to put the penny yes. on the lid yes it was like for a free it was, it was for something whack too right it was like like some chips and cheese or something oh, like shit. that it was like it yeah, wasn't even it'd be chips and cheese <laughs> it wasn't even some, or it, you you and if you dropped a quarter they was only coming off a bean burrito i'm like dog y'all can't even put both of y'all proteins in this bitch what the fuck i think about degenerate gamblers out there that you know had them four quarters instead of just using that to buy the bean burrito they thought they were gonna really level up and get two or three off the joint and they end up with nothing <laughs> oh man i had it you you could ask them folks over there at the dale city taco bell i used to kill them with the nickels because the nickels was the free center twist oh, wow. so you know i go in there get my value menu shit off and then i had you could like you could get it right to the edge of the middle one and then just hit the machine on the side like fucking like the Fonz. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Fonzie that bit. <laughs> uh, it was a better time. I think about it, man. I think we were like Gulf War, somewhere, somewhere around that. There was a lot of fucked up shit going on too, but 95, OJ? Hmm. OJ was just, a, OJ yeah. was, he was in the process. I don't know if he had murdered yet. I think he was in the process of like, well, he was, if he hadn't, he was thinking. Yeah, he was about close. It. He was definitely. It was on his mind. It was definitely. It was, it was some close calls. So, but nah. And then, uh, you know, these two dudes. I forgot that Shaq got swept. And for me, that's like that squad. And I know Nick tricked it off in that first game. And I wonder what that did to him. But you think about Shaq now and Penny and the mystique around those dudes. And uh, them not even being able to win a game against that Rocket squad. But hey, them Rockets, dude, they were, they were some killers. It's classic pickup game. It's like. um. It's it's like a LA fitness hierarchy. Like it's hard to get the old heads off the court. It's it's very hard. And even if you're winning, they're calling some extra fouls. Nah, I'm, I'm calling the ball on everything. If you stare at me, ball, give it back. I used to play pickup with Magic Johnson in the summertime, and that's what he was notorious for. Like he would never lose on the main court. <laughs> but it would be the most egregious. Like the whole, if you can imagine Magic calling a foul and the whole gym just sighing like, damn, dog, but nobody been able to do shit because it's Magic. <laughs> like, if you can imagine that moment, like, Guardy, like, I, I remember this one time this dude, like, ripped him, like, clean ripped him, like, one of the smoothest rips I ever seen. Like, he faked Magic out. Magic, like, move, he ripped Magic, was going down the other way, and Magic would just say, ball. He, all, that's all he would say, he would say, ball. And that and it was like, oh, come on. <laughs> come on, don't hurt me. It was... <laughs> Oh, it was like playing cards with uh, Brian the Wire. It was like yo, he, he had to win no matter what. <laughs> oh, my but, God. That's how I treat fools at open yeah. mics. Whenever I go to an open mic, I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm taking your side. 
I want your time. What time slot you got? Your time slot. Yeah, I want yours. Dude. <laughs> you gotta get it. Oh my goodness, man! That's why I don't play pickup with fools now, man. Because I just, I don't. It's like I'm not even nice enough to 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 play through the uh, extra fast. Yeah, no, nah, I haven't played a meaningful game of basketball in probably like 15 years, and I think I'm good. No, nah, you. I'm retired. Right. I can't afford it now. I man, you know what I just remembered this time I um I attempted to steal something from Taco Bell. Wow. It was okay. So. I had like heard you could pull this move on the radio. I was listening to some show. They was like, if you order a bunch of stuff from the drive-thru and then like have somebody in your car hop out of the car and then you just, and then they take oh, and it break. and then break, then you just get doubled. Like even if you pay, hey, now we, wow. you know, we living for good. And I, so this is, I bring this back to the homies. I bring this back to the squad. I say, you know what? I figured something out. And then I made my friend do it. We went to Wendy's and I was like, look, you got to do it. And he was like, why? I was like, because it's my idea. I got to be in the car to make sure that the shit is uh, good <laughs> on the other end. I know. I already, this don't sound good already. We did it, though. He pulled it oh. off. And then I remember uh, the dude that went in the drive through. The attendant is just like, yo, what the fuck just happened? And then his manager was like, did you let that guy uh, take that food from you? And the dude was like, yo, I get paid. Five fifty. Of course, I let him take it. What do you think I'm gonna hold on to two junior bacon cheeseburgers? What are you talking hey. about? And then he was like, "What if he had a gun?" And then I was just thinking about, "Oh yeah, yeah." Charles got a gun. Yeah, right. Hey, Bre- hey those moves though. Honestly, I think about it. Like I remember, uh, I went out to Vegas like playing AAU ball, but like Paul Pierce and KG were together, and they tell the story about they were in a cab. And literally, KG kind of just first time hang with Paul Pierce, like some LA dudes, and just like they get to the spot, they all just dip, <laughs> I just break out the cat. But just things <laughs> like that, like the, the get over on people, getting free snacks. Like I, I used to spend a lot of time at UCLA as a kid, and they had a Taco Bell on campus. But it was like grab your food, put it on a tray, and then you take it to go pay up front. So you know, all the food wasn't making it there. It was definitely oh yeah, no, we're hitting slide back. I'm juking. <laughs> Yeah. Technology wasn't really there at that point yet to really infiltrate and get people caught up. Like now, nowadays, you can't really do nothing. They got angles on you. Fucking, I'm doing Metal Gear Solid shit. I'm in a box. <laughs> I'm hiding inside of a box with a bunch of tacos on me. But yeah, so then part, round two, they made me go to talk. We go to Taco Bell. They was like, hey, you got to do it. And I just punked out. I like got out of the car and then I made eye contact with the drive through dude. And I was just like, look, dog, I can't even I don't even got the heart, man. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm literally, I, I talk a good game, but I definitely not get none of that type of stuff off. Never. I'm trying to get caught literally like even the pranks, whatever. So I, I don't, I humble myself. I don't get into that. I just take the L and overpay. So do you think, do you think this game really would have happened if Taco Bell wasn't the sponsor? Is this Taco Bell's fault that it didn't get? I think anytime you mix uh, Taco Bell, Donald Trump, and anything it's just i mean it's a recipe for a disaster i think if the game would have went off it would have been real boring right because it, it, like one-on-one is not that i think people make this mystique in their head like ooh, it's really like shaq's just gonna big body him to bounce him down and get try to get layups the king may be a little bit flossier but it's not like you know like they got got to get a post entry pass and do a move like that it's like no they're starting the top of the key wherever they're starting at and they got to go at each other I don't, it would have been boring as shit but i would have watched it <laughs> of <laughs> you course know? Ooh, but wait what if they made them eat tacos before the game, though? That's how we spice it up. 
watch these fools throw up on pay per view. <laughs> the double decker. Ah, the double. Honestly, the double decker taco. Double decker taco is a momentous moment. So I understand why their marketing team was like, I'm just more thinking like Taco Bell drive throughs Sanders, like just the stuff, like everything might come back. <laughs> we got drive throughs now in the run, and we might get Sanders back. Like, you, <laughs> yo, we bringing Sanders back. Hey, you don't want to do it, but hey, you got to do it. All right, okay. You can't just look like Kareem. You got to be Kareem, dog. <laughs> get them hooks right. What you doing? <laughs> Yo, does he has he ever attempted? A he need to. Uh, he needed to steal with Kareem. That's the problem. These dudes, everybody want to shoot threes, bro. Get your ass in the post. <laughs> Seven one, trying to shoot threes. He loved that little um, in the paint fadeaway too. I'm like, dog, you could just hook to forward hook motion. I, Change your. Initial. I'm sad. I have to do that. I have to fade away. I have to do all the tricks of the trade to try and get my shot off. So dudes <laughs> like that don't beat it up. Like all he need to do is just jump over me and put it into the cup. Like what's... <laughs> Oh man! First, what's the first thing you're doing when centers come back? First thing I'm gonna do, I'm gonna get some goggles. I'm gonna get some Horace Grant, hey. and I'm gonna try to play four. I'm gonna try to get those uh, those uh, Hakeem Spaldings. <laughs> the best, one of the best basketball players ever was running around in Spaldings. I, it's so upsetting. I think that's the reason why he doesn't get the love from the common fan. It's because of them damn Spalding. I wonder how it's like, look, Spalding, they make basketball. They want to make a shoe. Akeem was like, fuck it. They got, they got a bag? Like, yeah, let's get it. Yeah. Oh, come on. If you're Akeem, you're like, dude, I was playing basketball in dirt, bro. I wasn't nowhere. Get that bag. Always. Well, actually, that's not even true. He's been a man since 84. Yeah, you ever seen pictures of Akeem, like, at Houston, like, looking like young Michael Jackson? With the fluffy? He had the yeah. same. He had the same fluff. He had the same suit as Mike from Off the Wall. And what's wild is you think about those times and those dudes are probably like, that was like the gold standard. I need that fit. I need to rock the, the Michael Jackson. That's how I know I made it. If I'm rocking the Michael Jackson fit. Oh my God, dude. Or just like a nice sweater. Remember everyone's album was either, yeah, you was in a tux or you was in your hardest sweater. That Bill Cosby. Oof. God, yo, Bill had the game fucked <sighs> up for like 20 years. Man, yeah, yeah. Ooh, I've never seen a bag fumbling that momentous. That's like Enron ba- level bag fumble. I mean. Yeah, like if Enron was one I dude. He fumbled. It's just like, damn. I mean, look, I met the dude a few times. And he was always cool, but it's like, damn, once that broke, it's like, ooh. I, I, can't, yeah. I can't really fuck with you, bro. Yeah. You got, did you have to like go through your Instagram? You was like, let me scrub this. Let me just make sure I ain't throw back. I, have, I mean, I have a photo uh, that I probably was like, I don't even know, a long ass time ago. It's on my Facebook. That's how you know how old it is. But uh, I probably, I probably got deleted, but I just can't. You know, it was such a stunning moment for me. Like, we interviewed Randall Cunningham, then we interviewed Bill Cosby. Like, that, within like two oh, hours, God, I met two God, legends. The hardest dudes of the 90s. But, uh, you know, but now nah, I used to love that picture. Now I just got to fucking. Thinking of more improvements for the game, I also would have enjoyed, obviously, a rap battle between the two of them. I think Akeem might be the only all-star from the 90s who didn't rap. And I wonder if Akeem secretly had bars, I bet he did. He could get his shit off now. He got in the booth? Yeah. He just didn't want to pay for studio time. (laughs) He just didn't didn't think it was worth it. He had bars, though, but he just couldn't couldn't get over it. Dude, I'm already averaging 25. I don't need this. How much for what? No, I'm good. I'm going to save these. I could see him like, he could have been on some Sheck West. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He probably had that in him. I watched this. I was watching the uh, the Rockets doc 
on NBA TV the other day. He smacked Vernon Maxwell in the face. Hey, and Vernon Maxwell wasn't no buster. Oh, no, Vernon Maxwell will kill you. He will give you, yeah, that's legitimately a dude I feel like will pull a gun on you and have no problem firing it in your direction. He might not have good aim, but he, he will definitely fire it in your direction. Oh, for sure, at the movies. He might stand up and hit the movie. <laughs> what game now is worth a pay-per-view? I'll go, I mean, ooh, probably Steph, Dame, LeBron versus... Uh, I mean, Durant. LeBron and Durant should have happened. Giannis Durant, I feel like, could command a nice pretty penny. Kyrie and Steph, I feel like, would be a, a good one. Yeah, all of, the, all of the good games that you just mentioned do not include any bigs for real. I don't think of Giannis as a center at all. He's like a three and a half. He's not, yeah. All, all these big dudes want to shoot now. Even Bo Bo. I was looking like my pops played with Manute in Golden State when I was little. And I'm looking at Bo now. Like, and he don't play nothing like his play. He's crossing dudes over, running point, hitting jazz, rocking Prada slippers. Like, he's just on Gucci bag. Honestly, I saw him one time. It was like Gucci bag. But just his look was like, damn, dog. You really just, like, you knew it was real. Guard <laughs> attitude. He's, he's, he's a guard. Yeah. You know, he, he really feels like straight baller stunning. He don't realize he's like 7'2". He think he like six three. That's how he really carries himself. Imagine paying extra for a, a extender for your Gucci bag. You like, yo, I'm big as shit. I need an extra long strap. You got to get the duffel bag strap for your fucking fanny pack. Yeah, for sure. I'd like to watch. You know what? I want to watch. Some, I watch some bigs. Give me Aaron Baines versus Frank Kaminsky. Fuck it. Hey, I'll, I'll, I'll pay like four dollars to watch that. Probably on yeah. my best day. It's going to have to come free with ESPN Plus. <laughs> I will watch that if they if I'm I'm going to be on time for that. I don't think I've watched anything on ESPN Plus. I got to get on that. Oh, ESPN, yeah, Plus gets up. If you like if you if you want to figure out how cricket works, get up over there, man. Get up on it. I'm trying to tell you. I'm glad that we're keeping the Trump talk to a minimum. I feel like Trump's impact on the black 90s is uh which is it's I, so wild because he wanted to be black so bad he definitely he wanted to be he wanted to be down so bad but i think at some point he realized he just he never have enough swag so and so he went fully he went 180 on us come on man epstein every rapper mentioned you and, that, and i remember he did the the interview with uh portnoy and he was literally like i've been dropped like 80 times like yeah you did get mentioned a lot and all, every, every rapper i know had a trump line Yo, I know all of them too, son, and it sucks. <laughs> I was telling my boo, yeah, you, you catch me at the Trump International. Now you look at the Trump International in Vegas, like shit. Hey, yeah, sometimes even... I'm gonna be honest. Sometimes I'll see that shit on uh, Orbis, and it'll be like you know significantly cheaper <laughs> than every other spot. And I have to have an internal monologue, like, damn, should I just because it, it, it says five stars? Should I fuck with it, like for my price That's range? Me. You know, and these are the dilemmas that we have as black people in America. I'm glad I never do it, but I definitely, I definitely have thought about pulling the trigger a few times. Oh, son, if I had one of them, uh, if I had one of them opaque face masks, if I had the mirror face mask, I might run up in there. For the <laughs> if you can't see me, shit, that was that was Keenan Thompson, nigga. That wasn't me. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey you need to get that off. Yeah, I'm Keenan. <laughs> Yo, I've, I've tried several times. I've been kicked out of several uh, Manhattan events. Wow, you're a fucking legend. Okay, do you have a Taco Bell order? Me? I get the Nachos Bell Grande. 
Bell Grande. Not just Bell Grande. If they got caramel apple empanadas, I'll get those. Doritos, Locos, you know, or the Cool Ranches, depending if I'm feeling jiggy. But other than that, I feel like the meat quality has changed. I remember back in the day, they came out with like a steak burrito when I was a kid. That was probably one of the greatest things I'd ever had. It was like, you know, luxury level. Like the steak was like juicy, whatever. But then slowly but surely. So now I just go for the basic. Like, because you, you order steak, it's like this is the same as the other shit. It just ain't grounded up. Man, I well, yo, when they, there's like a couple of moments in my life that always stick out to me. When Dutch Masters came out with strawberry flavored Dutch Masters, this was everyone whose phone number I had got called. When Taco Bell came out with that cool ranch, Loco Taco, holy shit. And this was at a point where I wasn't even fucking with Taco Bell like that, but I had to stop everything I was doing and be like, no, I'm taking a day. I'm going to get three of these, and then I'm taking a nap. We're going to see what happens. But that's not even – you know what my go-to is, which is I think the, the level up from the Double Decker Taco, Cheesy Gordita Crunch, man. Give me a couple of them Cheesy Gordita Crunches, and I'm out, I'm out of y'all hair. I used to get the Crunch Wrap Supreme, but I think it was the same thing as the Double Decker Taco and Feeling. It was basically just, you know, it was like the reverse of the Double Decker. I know it was the same, the same concept with the flour tortilla wrapped around it, but it was just too much. And it, was, it ended up being too much carbon bread and not enough meat. So that's why I just hit the nachos with some extra meat on there and get it, get it in. You ever peep uh, Del Taco tried to... Del Taco try to get in that double decker bag. You ever have you been over there recently? I messed with Del Taco just for their uh just chicken soft tacos exclusively. And uh bacon double dough cheeseburger occasionally. But really just if I need if I need to mix it up a little bit because they got French fries. I feel like Taco Bell could really take Del Taco's market if they came out with some good French fries. They keep playing like they about to, but then they change their mind. Yeah. They came out with something that looked like some fries. I, I ain't going to eat, but I don't know what it was. Like, what the fuck is taco this? fries. Yeah, yeah, it was like they, they done, potato. They turn tacos into fries. Just potato, player. Potato slices. It really, like, that's it. That's all you need. I think, they, I think they need to let us run Taco Bell. I think what really what I found out is we might be ready for some CEO level moves over there. And it should have had like two rappers play against each other or something like that. Like just you know, make it to people who don't hoop and let them go out there for our amusement so we could just crack up. Oh, I man, you think I wouldn't have much rather watched Fifty Cent and Ja Rule play ball instead of talk to Louis Farrakhan on One Hundred Six and Park? Yeah, Remember that? yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, Farrakhan's be popping up. I ain't gonna say nothing though, obviously, because uh, hey, yo, but yo, he's hey, he, <laughs> he just be popping up. Range. Every once in a while, he show up, but he really be flexing. Then he just kind of disappear for a little <laughs> bit, then pop back up. Like I'm still here. Yeah, I forgot. I was like, I just assumed. He might have left the country. I didn't even know he was still. He's still in Harlem. Still All flexing. Right. Still just still holding it down. <laughs> like the number man. <laughs> you said you got Shaq winning. You think Shaq would win that game? I think whoever whoever gets, that the, time? gets the ball first, Shaq would be able to big body Hakeem because one on one is a different style of basketball. Like if there were some rules in place where they had to like work out of the post or whatever, you know, I think Hakeem giving Shaq that work. But if Shaq can just big body him and just come come down and lay it up every time, you got to roll with Shaq. Like that's. Who was really getting with Shaq body wise at that level? We had never seen anything like that. Absolutely true. Yeah, and and, and you know, Hakeem's got all every move, but don't matter when the dude you're playing is a hundred pounds heavier than you. Yeah, but who knows? Shaq might have got bucketed too. Like four zero, that mental. It might have just been that mental thing. Like you can't even win a game against me, little boy. 
Sure. Especially off the sweep. And they, yeah, exactly. Don't let Akeem get the ball first and then just uh, jack a three up on him. Shit. <laughs> it's over. Well, dang. I think we, uh, I think we uh, figured out what tacos are. Uh, <laughs> we al- I think we already knew what basketball was. Uh, thanks for doing this, bro. I appreciate you. Josiah Johnson, folks. If you don't follow him already, I, what are you doing here? I'm not about to explain further. You should be following him. That's not even – we ain't even going to worry. Do you have your memes already ready for tonight? Honestly, I, no. I got. I wait to see what happens, and then I get it cracking. I don't like when the people have the memes ready because you never know what's going to happen. That's why I love the world. React. What ha- okay, Pat Bev's not playing today. I got the meme for you. This not happening. I got that for you. Like I'm, I'm more just – Quick with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a purist. I might see a photo sometimes. Like, okay, I'm going to use this at some point. Like, you know, I, I used the South Central one the other day. With a OG Bobby Johnson and Loco, and it's like, yes, this will this will be useful. I've been on a real like Pat Bev spree. So any any black actor that looks like Pat Bev, I just collect memes and figure out how to incorporate them into whatever's gonna happen whenever Pat Bev is relevant. Running your Pat Bev offense. I like that. Yeah. Dog, he had the most that that turnover that he had was the most scrappy dude looking shit I ever seen. That one where he like he got the board and then slipped. And was like trying to run after this shit like Hanna Barbera. The dude is honestly like, I just want to hang out. I know, he's, I know he's in the bubble getting shit off, white tees, whatever you need. Oh, son, licorice sticks, polo tees. What you need? <laughs> he's the polo. He's selling Egyptian musk in there, dog. What you need? You know his, you know his room smells good. You know his room. He coming back to. Uh... <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, Pat Bev, uh, thank you for having the best smelling room in the bubble. And thank you again, Josiah. I appreciate you. Thanks for listening to NBA Storytime. I'm your host, co-writer, and stretch three on the floor, Jamel Johnson. Harry Swartout is our producer, co-writer, and a man heavily invested in rec specs. Daniel Hardigan is our script editor and the guy who mops up after people who fall down under the basket. Haley O'Shaughnessy is our consulting producer and leading the league in bench points. Devin Shepard is our production coordinator and the only one who makes sure we all get on the team bus on time. John Yales and Peter Moses are our executive producers, and they also insisted on calling their own fouls. Real good to you guys. NBA Storytime is a Blue Wire podcast. Catch you next time.